0: Hey, today we're joined by Tim Sanger, pastor of Youth at Community Evangelical Church in Sinking Spring. And Tim, you and I have been connected for a long time, and so I was excited just to pick your brain a little bit about sustainable discipleship, discipling students intentionally in a way that can last. So Tim, how long have you been in youth ministry?
1: I was just thinking about this earlier this week. My niece just turned 30. She's my oldest niece, and I started youth ministry when she was about one and a half years old, so (laughs) I'm in my 29th year of youth ministry, and uh, started as a volunteer, and did that for a number of years until God called me into seminary, where I started then and as vocational ministry.
0: Wow. Well, Tim, I'm so glad to, again, be kind of picking your brain and sharing some of your insights uh, over your almost three decades. Uh, So what... What are some of the changes that you've seen in the youth ministry since you started as a volunteer?
1: Yeah, well, I think th- I think the heart of that is change of culture. I mean, culture mm-hmm. is constantly changing. And so to talk about the changes in youth ministry, I think I first need to talk about the change in culture. Back when I started, the new thing in society at that point was instant message on computers, oh, back in yeah. the 90s. Yeah. I remember kids getting excited about talking to people in Europe <laughs> and Asia and all over the world. didn't know them but it was like something new and exciting and i think today and now of course you know we everything has changed technologically and electronically and everything so that's a huge shift in culture and in youth culture as well i think that today kids are busier with sports and with jobs and activities all which kind of vie for their time and their attention this generation of teenagers is hyper tech savvy. Mm. And it's incredible. They have their own personal computers. Whereas back in the day, you know, you had, if you were lucky to have a computer in your house, everyone shared that one computer. But now kids have computers in their hands with smartphones, and they've got all of this information at their fingertips. And I think that they are getting smartphones at younger and younger ages as well. And so that is a challenge when it comes to ministry. You know, you're, you're trying to teach a lesson, and you've got kids who are holding their phones, and you know they're not looking at the Bible app, you know, <laughs> they're smiling and snickering, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I love to give kids a Bible, an actual Bible, and put it in their hands. I mean, maybe I'm old school, but I just think it's important to have the Word of God in your hand and feel that, and also to be able to look for different scriptures in the Bible itself. Right. Now, okay. I've kind of compromised a little bit on that, because I want the kids to have the scripture. First and foremost, I don't want them checking out. So, to use that technology in your favor is a good thing. And so, to find ways to use that little computer they have in their hand, you know, I might ask a question. I'll say, "Hey, check this fact." And so, you know, the phones are immediately and they're googling this is true or not. You know what I'm talking about? So, I do appreciate that. Um, I think our kids are social media junkies. They've got Instagram, they've got Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, the new thing, (laughs) and here's some other different kind of social media outlets. That can be good and bad because I see there's much more bullying and, and new types of bullying when it comes to technology and social media and that type of thing. You know, people are taking images of people, and putting them on other mm. bodies and just really just doing some very destructive, destructive things. You also see that technology can be a really helpful thing and a really positive thing, too. So there's a huge balance. Mm. So reaching those kids in that tech age is a challenge, but I think it's something worthwhile. So the more you know about technology, the better off you're going to be. I have seen a breakdown in the nuclear family over the last three decades, as I'm sure everyone in youth ministry has seen. More and more kids are coming from divorced homes. I think the statistic is more than two thirds of kids experience some type of adverse childhood experiences in the first 18 years of their lives. Yeah. And that could be something um, like emotional abuse. It could be physical abuse or sexual abuse. Two-thirds of kids. We are really dealing with a broken culture. I see more and more kids who are on antidepressive medications and anti-anxiety medications, which is a huge shift in our culture as well. I have more kids who, who see therapists and counselors than I do adults who I happen to see in counsel from time uh-huh. to time. And so there's a lot of that going on. And they're very open about that too. You know, our kids are very open about sharing those There's struggles that they have. And that's not a bad thing. You know, I think it's good that these kids are being more transparent that way. Um, I think the kids are experiencing things at younger ages than they have in the past. And so we see kids growing up much uh, faster than they used to. And I also think that our culture has changed so much that church has kind of become another like a la carte option on a Sunday or a Wednesday night. Sure. We choose from, oh, well, maybe I'll go to church tonight or today and hang out with the youth group or whatever. But it's not, I don't see that as being the priority as it once was, you know, years ago. So just some of those changes I've noticed over the last couple of years. So
0: to say that things have significantly changed, I mean, that wouldn't be an overstatement. There is just radical changes that you've seen in young people. Mm -hmm. And Tim, what I appreciate about you is... You're so intentional to be thinking about those changes and how to minister in the midst Mm -hmm. of those. It might also be safe to say that a lot about ministering to students hasn't changed, right? There's students, young people are still young people. So even though the landscape now is radically different, I think some of the core things that we're trying to accomplish as we minister to students are the same so looking back at how youth ministry has changed is a crucial piece in figuring out how we can most effectively engage students in walking passionately with Christ each and every day. Tim, in our next episode, you and I are going to continue our conversation by looking at some specific and intentional practices that next gen leaders can put into place to help their ministries make a lasting impact. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory.